When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy. Just kidding. Frank Stample here. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on the Sports Grid TV network. Make sure you get on the grid. Zumo, channel 719. Got a fun show planned for you today, as you can see behind me. Got a little bit of a BFF takeover. We allowed Chris Ventra to host the BFFs yesterday, so I thought I'd return the favor, take over the fantasy football frenzy. But we got a lot to talk about. Week 7, buy low, sell high, trade candidates. A Stefan Diggs conversation, because everyone is saying, sell Stefan Diggs, sell Stefan Diggs. But how easy is it actually to do that? We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Got some tough matchups for Week 7 and a preview of tonight's Chiefs at Broncos game. I got a few stories I want to tell as well. I think George has a story he wants to tell. And with that, we'll welcome in our co-host as well. It is George Kurtz. George, how's everything going? Well, it's better now than it was an hour ago, so uh, things are going well here. Good sports night tonight, right? We got Denver KC game, which is a better game than we might have thought a month ago. So that's good. Uh, Yankee fans, yeah, I think you're a Yankee fan as well. So we got a uh, game four tonight. I'm an Islander fan. Islanders play tonight. I'll have all three TVs going at once here. It's going to be a fun night. Yeah, October, specifically late October, one of the best times of the year to be a sports fan. We got the NFL going on. We have baseball playoffs. We have the NBA season getting ready to kick off. Uh, I'm guessing Fantasy Taz Jim Day does not like any of those things outside of football. Uh, and then, of course, we have the Islanders for George Kurtz tonight as well. Jim Day, I hear you. Uh, I hear you blowing some raspberries. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great, Frank. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us today and uh, taking over. And making us the Barbie friends forever. 
The Barbie Friends Forever. I, I will try my best to live up to that name. I mean, you know, I got a nice jacket on here. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you, I almost <laughs> feel like I should leave. I, I, I feel so underdressed. It isn't funny. You, you sitting there looking like you're a made man and stuff. Oh, well, you know what? Looks can be deceiving, Jim Day. That's what they say. Uh, uh, and I assume that you're blowing the raspberries because uh, you're not excited about football tonight. You're excited about the Yankees, right, Jim? Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> about watching the Yankees lose. Ah, oh, come on. Don't do that. I was actually at game three the other night, George, so that didn't work out very well. Uh, of course, the entire crowd lost their That's minds fault. When, when Didi Gregorius hit that fly ball, and it didn't go out. But ultimately, we are here to talk about fantasy football today. I mentioned I have a story. I, George has a story as well. If you watch the fantasy BFFs, you might have heard me say this before. People who want to live in New York, don't do it. It's not fun. It's not, you know, glitz and glamour. You know, everything, everything that the movies painted out to be. Uh, you can make it here. You can make it anywhere. Don't listen to any of that. I was nearly an hour late to work today because a homeless guy passed out on the train, and when the door opened up, he fell, and half of his body was still on the train, and half of his body was off the train on the platform. Needless to say, we were delayed for about 30 minutes, and the ambulance had to come pick up said homeless guy. So, uh, New York, not nearly as great as uh, everyone makes it out to be. George, I believe you have a story about uh, losing your power. What's going on with you? Uh, anyways, I'm going to say this story. Yeah, I live, uh, I live on Long Island, and uh, we had a big storm last night. And I had, didn't have a problem. I was doing in-game live. I didn't, the power didn't flicker. I had no issues at all last night. And then today, sunny day out, I get home from the gym, 10 o'clock, and the power's gone. Wife's uh, telling me. So uh, I, set, I set up no problem. But the funny story is uh, living on this block, this area, I live on a, on a, on a dead end. We used to always lose power. You know, if Jim Day came over and Jim Day sneezed, hella Frank sneezed, I, I'd lose power. He'd lose power all the time. This whole area here. Finally, I decided, screw it. I bought a generator. All right, uh, nice generator, good price. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to have an, an electrician install it. This way, all I got to do is flip a couple of switches in the whole house. I get everything rather than, you know, plug a couple of things in. So uh, I did that. The day the electrician's coming to do this, I see the electric guys. They're on the block. It's a nice day. They shouldn't be here. I, uh, they know me because they've been here so many times. I've gotten to talk to them saying, what's up? And they're like, oh, you know what? We're finally going to put in a permanent fix today. What? <laughs> today you're gonna put it really and no joke the day i'm doing it i'm just like my electrician's here seven hundred dollars because you guys never put in a permanent fix you always put in a band-aid fix that's what they call it we always do band-aids they actually felt bad for us because they, they knew they, they come back to the block once a month and this today the day of my electrician, they're putting in a permanent fix and uh that was about three years ago and i've used the generator that i bought i think twice maybe in that time and the one time was for my neighbor who had a wedding and uh, whatever he was doing at a wedding in his backyard and he needed a generator to power everything so i only used it once for me so yeah my luck just george's luck uh had to spend up the 700 dollars uh, for the permanent fix not so permanent after all you got the generator up and running today george but everything looks so good uh but there you go that's another reason you live in where long island correct Yes, I live uh, out by Stony Brook. All right, so it doesn't matter where you live in New York. There are going to be issues. So if you think you have it bad wherever you live, just remember, New York, not as exciting as everyone says that it is. But ultimately, guys, I mentioned I, I want to talk about some trade yeah, candidates. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. What do you, you got? What do you got, Jim? Jim, where do you live? You live in Jersey, right? I do live in Jersey, but I grew up in New York. Do you, like it there? Do you have York. power? I used to drive a cab in the city. <laughs> um. But no, I, I mean, you're, you're taking out the best parts of living in New York, the food. I mean, let's face it, you, you can get anything you want food-wise in New York. That's a great thing. And the pizza and the bagels are the best in the world in New York. 
So those are if those are important factors to you as they are to me, then that's a good reason why New York is still good. Don't believe everything Frank says. <laughs> if you want good food, New York is the place to be. Uh, I do love some Italian food, pizza, big pasta guy as well. Uh, you've heard Greg and I talk about that a lot as well. Not you know not big into salads. Yeah, you know, I'm trying. Greg is the big salad guy, but I do prefer my pizza. I do prefer my pasta. So Jim is right about that, but. Ultimately, I don't know. Maybe I've just been here for too long, Jim. Maybe I just need a change of scenery, and then you know you don't realize what you have until it's gone, kind of thing. So don't, don't come to Jersey. Don't come to Jersey. No, that's Not the next place. Don't that's where I'm it. headed. I'm gonna yeah, head out to Jersey. You don't want to come to Jersey. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You ultimately, wanna, you don't yeah. want to live in it. You end up in Jersey. Yeah, pretty much. That's fair enough. Yeah, right. You don't you don't want to live there. You end up there. Well, you know what? It's cheaper to live Although in New Jersey I'm than it is about in New York. That means I'll tell you nothing, that. The, the one thing I like about Jersey is my house because I, I live at the end of a cul-de-sac. All I have is a big wooded uh, uh, park behind me that can't be built on. I got a nice little stream behind my house. So, you know, I cry to blues, but I actually have a, a very, very nice place here in Jersey. Oh, I'm happy for you, Jim. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get an invitation one day. Maybe the BFS can take over Jim Day's house as well and... You know, we'll bring over our Barbies. We'll bring over, you know, My Little Pony, whatever you want to do. We can sing Baby Shark together. To whatever you want to do, Jim, we will make it happen. I love karaoke, too. I, you're a big music guy. I'm sure you'll be all right with that. But as I mentioned, we're going to get into the buy low and sell high candidates when we come back from the break. I want to talk about some tough matchups in Week 7 as well. What do you do with these players? And then we will have an extensive preview of the Chiefs and Broncos tonight. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on Sports Group. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them but do everything to make sure they not only grow but flourish that's why navy federal credit union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky high rates so don't hesitate start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options navy federal credit union our members are the mission savings products insured by ncua investment products are not insured not obligations of navy federal and may lose value are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Frank Stanfield filling in for the closer, Chris Ventra. Joined by the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. Mentioned I want to talk about some buy low, sell high candidates. Yesterday I contributed to a Fantasy Pros article that they put out. They do these little compilation articles at times where they ask five or six different analysts. I guess that's what I am, an analyst. Uh, what they think about a specific subject, and this week it was buy low or sell high candidates. So I thought it made a lot of sense. Normally in in the midweek time, we like to look at some players that you can buy and sell, but everybody is talking about Stefan Diggs. And actually, when you were submitting your answer on Fantasy Pros for your sell high candidate, they actually said, do not write Stefan Diggs because everybody is talking about Stefan Diggs. We all saw what he did last week. Had over 100 yards receiving, had three touchdowns, could have had an even bigger game. He dropped a few passes as well. The reason why I want to bring this up to you guys is I am a Stefan Diggs owner, and I play in my home league, pretty savvy owners in it as well, and I would imagine everybody listening to this show or anyone who is competent in fantasy football, who actually cares about it, who listens to podcasts, all they are hearing right now is to sell Stefan Diggs. So I wanted to ask you guys, How realistic is that right now? Because, yes, we can tell people to sell him, but at some point, everybody else knows that you're trying to sell him high as well. So what are you getting in return? Like, do we just sell him for the sake of selling him? Just getting him off our team for anything? For whatever, a wide receiver three? A Carolina Panthers wide receiver? Is that... I just made a trade uh, the other day. I'll throw it your way, Jim. I mean, what are we trading Stefan Diggs for right now? Because I think other smart owners also know what you're trying to do when you're selling Stefan Diggs high. So what's the trade that you made and who are you trying to target when you're selling Stefan Diggs? Well, first of all, you're trying to say that all the smart owners, and sure, there's a lot of smart owners out there, but in in a 12-team league, there's got to be at least three or four dummies. It's just the law of averages. Just have to say that first. Um, but no, I, I actually made a trade the other day where I did let go of Diggs, and I actually got uh, Terry McLaurin and... Um, uh, Singletary back for him. And I'll take that every day. Look, I love Diggs. I, he's a great receiver. Reason I had him on the team. But the fact of the matter is, he's not going to be an every week producer. I, I don't care what you say. It's going to be an up and down battle for him all year long. And I'd rather just get away from the headache. I think that is a really interesting trade, too, and one that might be realistic. So I like where your head's at there, Jim. Uh, I actually asked you guys before the show to provide some buy low or sell high candidates. All three of us had Devin Singletary as a buy low, so we'll get into that as well. But I actually had Terry McLaurin as a sell high. We'll get into that. But George, I mean, when it comes to selling Stefan Diggs, is it easier said than done right now? Do you think that he still has enough name value where you can kind of flip him for a maybe low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three, or you know, a running back in that range as well? Because everybody knows that you're trying to sell Stefan Diggs right now, George. Well, yeah, you're both right. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you look at the, I don't want to say the dummies in the league, but maybe the guys who are not as informed as what I, I would put that. Because hey, listen, if I try and trade the Frank Stanford, are you going to know what I'm doing? I need, I need someone who's not as informed as Frank or Jim. Uh, you know, someone a little less likes in my league. Guys who maybe not paying attention to uh, ESPN, you know, the fantasy life, whatever it might be, and don't know what's going on. All they know is the highlights. Ooh, Diggs had three touchdowns last week. He was a, uh, a top 20 receiver coming in. You know, you want that guy who doesn't know what happened the, last, the five weeks before last week. And that's the guy I'll target. Maybe if you're going to go to a more informed owner, you don't bring up Diggs' name first. You go, hey, you know, I see you need a receiver here. I could use so-and-so player from your team. And you start talking about players. And then you bring up Diggs. Don't, don't bring him up first, but you bring him up eventually. Try and sell him that way. Because anybody who's paying attention, it's going to be really rough. 
They, they, I mean, we all know sell high, buy low. Everyone's aware of the term here. And most people are going to know Diggs pretty much sucked for the first couple of, first month, five weeks of the season. Wanted to be traded, didn't want to be traded, was happy, wasn't happy, got fined by the team, wasn't showing up to practice. People are aware of this. You know, so one big game against a, let's face it, a secondary depleted team really shouldn't change that all that much. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to take some selling on your part to get that done to anybody who's halfway in form. Yeah, I really like what you brought up there too, George, because there is a psychology, there is an art to trading in fantasy football, not just fantasy football, fantasy sports in general, right? Where if you know in the back of your mind that at the end of this trade that you're talking with someone that you want to trade away Stefan Diggs, then maybe you don't bring him up first. So I, I do th- think that that is a good way to go about it because if you bring him up first, people are going to, you know, all right, well, what's wrong with Stefan Diggs? I mean, this guy's so desperate to trade him. So I think that is a smart way to go about it. All three of us think that Devin Singletary is a buy low candidate right now. Uh, and I think it makes a lot of sense based on the usage that we saw in, early on in the season. The first two games, Devin Singletary played 50% of the snaps. He's been extremely explosive. We all saw what he did in that game against the Jets. Small sample size, only 10 rushing attempts on the season, but averaging like 12 yards per carry. He can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. Frank Gore is going to be a thorn in his side. That's perfectly fine, but the Bills have the second best run-blocking offensive line right now, according to Football Outsiders, and they have a cake schedule coming up. Going up against the Miami Dolphins, running against Philly isn't as good. We like the pass game more so for the Philadelphia Eagles, but we got the Dolphins, the Eagles, Washington, Cleveland, and Miami. Those are their next five matchups. So four of those are really, really good against the run. I do like Frank Gore as well, still as a flex option, uh, you know, in these matchups. But Jim, I mean, kind of uh, expand on, on why you're trying to get Devin Singletary and, and maybe what you think the workload breakdown is going to be for Singletary versus Frank Gore moving forward. Well, look, I, I've expected this from preseason. I expected Singletary to take over this backfield. Um, you know, and once the trade for McCoy went through, I had, you know, even better feelings about this whole thing. I just think Gore is Gore. He's going to do what he does. And he's a great north-south runner at this point in his career. Doesn't really bring too much more than that. Um, but Singletary is explosive. He can do it all. He can get outside. He can't even run inside. He can catch the ball if you need him to. He just brings a lot of different things to the table. He's young. He's elusive. Um, and I, I like all that about him. I think, you know, we're looking, once he gets back and, you know, is he fully 100% healthy, we're looking at a guy I think is going to take over 70% of the workload. Gore will take the other 30. I think it's going to end up working out that way. And right now, I've been trying to buy him wherever I can. 70% of the workload says Jim Day for Devin Singletary moving forward at some point, you know, should start to see more work than Frank Gore. We hope. I mean, we said that about Kenyon Drake last year, but of course, my boy Adam Gase had something different to say about that. George, yeah, 73. Wait, 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 wait. What do you got? I, I want to get into that because there's obviously something else going on there. Again, you know, we talk about all the stuff we see, but there's so much stuff that happens that we don't see. Obviously, there's reasons these guys don't like Kenyon Drake. They have a whole new outfit down there, and they still don't like him. They still aren't using him the way we think he should use. Sure, he looks like the best running back on the team, but they still have a problem putting him in the game. Heck, they tried to uh, manufacture a whole Kellen Balazs is our starter scenario. So there's something about this guy they don't like, and it's not just one coaching staff. Now it's two. Um, and there's very good possibility they trade him, which maybe ups his grade going forward. But at this point in time, he is so hard to trust because of that. He's got to be doing something that is angering these coaches that we don't see. 
Okay, there's a few things there that I actually want to dissect. I actually wanted to bring up the Kenyon Drake trade rumors, and that's why I mentioned this on the BFS earlier in the week that I think Mark Walton is a sneaky pickup right now because I thought that Kenyon Drake would be a trade candidate. So if they move him, we see Mark Walton's usage going in the right direction. I understand it's Miami. You're never going to feel great about starting him, but can he be a flex running back because he's catching you know five to seven balls a week? Absolutely. I think that that might actually be in play. So I think Mark Walton is a sneaky ad right now because Kenyon Drake, it looks like he might actually be traded. Now, the second part of that that I want to address is Blake Bealey said this on Twitter, and he said this on his podcast as well, and I agree with it. It's, in, it's an interesting take. When we have, we see something in these players, Kenyon Drake and specifically Aaron Jones, where it seems so obvious to us that those players should be getting more work than they are, but when we now go through two different regimes for both of these players and neither regime is opting to make that player the guy, to make that player the workhorse running back, there has to be something going on. So I do think that there is a point to what you brought up, Jim, that, you know, all right, Adam Gase wasn't giving Kenyon Drake work for a reason. I mean, there has to be something, because we saw, you know, two years ago in the final month of the season, it looked like Kenyon Drake was ready to be a workhorse running back, and he performed really well. He was a top 12 running back in that final month of the 2017 season. So... It looked like that was about to take off. And we've said this about Aaron Jones for years now. Why can't Aaron Jones be the guy? Looked like the guy two weeks ago scored four touchdowns. Next week comes back, fumbles, drops a touchdown. Jamal Williams gets 16, 17 touches, whatever he does, and has a monster week. So I want to talk about this a little bit more when we get back. Throw it to George Kurtz, get his thoughts on Devin Singletary when we come back. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to, to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you are playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Chiefs minus three, if they beat the Broncos by seven points, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com backslash grid. Enter promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Frank Stanfield filling in for the closer, Chris Ventra. Sports Grid TV Network, get on the grid. Zumo, channel 719. George, I wanted to bring up Devin Singletary to you because you had him as a buy-low candidate as well. Uh, Jim, I respect your input, but 70-30 seems a little bit optimistic for me personally. I think at best we might get 50-50, maybe close to 60-40 in favor of Devin Singletary. George, how do you see this shaking out? Uh, I Probably closer to your uh, breakdown. I think it's closer to 60-40. Eventually. At uh, 70-30, I think, is the upside. I think it, could, it might get there, but that's the upside it could be there. Uh, the reason I like Singletary is, really, I think you guys have brought, brought up schedule. I mean, uh, you're playing Miami. I get to get Philadelphia. You're not going to get every game. Not every game is going to be perfect. Washington, Cleveland, Miami, Denver could be a little rough. Dallas, you've been able to run on them. you got Baltimore uh, uh, back there. You know, it's when it comes to schedule, and that's a point I want to make now. At the, at the draft, I don't care about schedule. And I'm drafting my players. I don't look. The only time I look about the schedule, if I'm going to take a backup quarterback, yeah, I want to make sure they both don't have the same bye week. Other than that, I don't care. But now that I'm trading, I'm not playing a 13-week schedule anymore. I'm now playing a seven-week schedule. So now I do look at, you know, if I'm trading with somebody, I want to make sure, A, where's the bye week? You know, am I going to eat a bye during the seven weeks? And then I want to look at the schedule. If they're playing, you know, if uh, you take a single turn, he's playing five of the top run defenses. Well, guess what? I don't really don't want him now. Or I don't want him as much. I'm not going to pay as much to get him. So now I pay much more attention to the schedule than I would have in August when I'm drafting players. I think in order to acquire Devin Singletary right now, you can give up a solid to low-end wide receiver three, maybe even a low-end flex running back, and you can get that done. Uh, So we're all in agreement here on Devin Singletary. One person that we are not in agreement on, Jim, I have Terry McLaurin as a sell high here. Now, I can see why you would be buying him for later on in the season because the schedule does ease up. But I'm looking at these next three matchups, and he's got San Francisco this week. 
I mean, their defense is great all around, not just against the run. They're great against wide receivers. Against the Vikings, you know, not nearly as daunting as a matchup as we thought coming into the season. And then Buffalo in Week 9 going up against Tredavious White and that secondary. And then we have a bye in Week 10. My concern over Terry McLaurin is... At some point, do they go back to Dwayne Haskins? I understand that they have a rapport. They played together in college, but I mean, what we saw to Dwayne Haskins earlier in the season does make me nervous about the possibility of him taking over. Clearly, Terry McLaurin and Case Keenum have a good connection together right now. They've scored. Uh, Terry McLaurin has scored a touchdown in every game he has played with Case Keenum. But Jim, I had Terry McLaurin as a sell high based on the matchups that are coming up, the fact that he is a buy in week 10. So, you know, if you're a two and four, three and three team, that kind of makes it harder to buy him as well. Uh, and the fact that the quarterback play, you know, might come down a notch at some point this season. Uh, do you agree, disagree with any of those points? Or are you really just buying in on the talent of Terry McLaurin? Because if that's the case, that's fine. Because I do think Terry McLaurin is a really, really talented wide receiver. Actually, Terry McLaurin was a, a secondary piece of that puzzle. I, I, wanted, I wanted to get Singletary. I need running back in that league. I need running back help in that league. So I really wanted Singletary. I ended up talking him into McLaurin using that schedule coming up as part of the reason to get him. Yeah, the, the next few games are tough, but he's right now, he's my number four wide receiver on this team. So it's not a killer to me. I can live through that period. I get Singletary, which is the piece I wanted. I get rid of the headache that is Diggs, and it's not Diggs. I'm not calling Diggs the headache. I'm calling this play-calling offense and what they're doing with him the headache, and I don't have to deal with it anymore. I'm okay with that. And then down the stretch, we do have some really nice matchups coming up for McLaurin. He gets the Jets. He gets the Lions. He's got the, uh, well, the Panthers and Packers are probably middle of the road matchups. But then the end of the season, he gets the Eagles and the Giants when I'm playing for my Super Bowl in that league. So I, I looked at all the numbers across the board, and it just worked out for me. Makes sense there from Jim Day. George, I want to throw it back to you. You had an interesting buy-low candidate. I'll bring up both the guys. You have uh, Robbie Anderson, Jets wide receiver, and I think buying low on the Jets is sneaky right now because everyone sees the Patriots coming up, and they're like, all right, well, we don't want to use Robbie Anderson against the Patriots. We don't want to use Jamison Crowder against the Patriots. You're going to still use Le'Veon Bell, but you know you have to be realistic about your expectations going up against the Patriots, but if you're a team that's 4-2 and two or better and you can kind of afford to you know, acquire Robbie Anderson or Jamison Crowder right now and not use them this week and kind of look forward to the schedule after that, that's something that I think makes a lot of sense because uh, the schedule gets a lot better after that game against the New England Patriots. But the one that I wanted to ask you about outside of Robbie Anderson, George, is Odell Beckham, right? Very polarizing player so far this season. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week week two. Had a very quiet 100 yards receiving in week six. He's on the bye in week seven. So this might make sense as, you know, again, someone who has a better record. You can afford to trade for him right now. But coming out of the bye, we have the New England Patriots, the Denver Broncos where he'll likely be shadowed by Chris Harris, and the Buffalo Bills, weeks eight, nine, and 10 for Odell Beckham. So, uh, explain to me your logic when it when it comes to trying to buy low on Odell Beckham right now because I see that schedule and this offense hasn't been great and this is something that I am really worried about. Yeah, I think you have to be worried about Cleveland, but I think you can get it for. I mean, I'm not paying anywhere near a full price. That was the first. I threw a lot of names on these uh, this list of, of top names that that could be talked about because I don't want to pay full price. And I think you can get him for really cheap right now. There's so much down about Beckham right now. And it's not just Beckham. It's also about Mayfield. He's been inconsistent at best. Like, uh, Kitchens can't be a head coach. He shouldn't be the coach of the team. What are they doing? They don't know what they're doing, which a lot of that may be true. 
things have to get better here. And if I can get Beckham at 70 cents on the dollar, you know, especially if my team is, you know, sometimes I think ahead. If I'm 5-1, and 6-0, and oh, I'm making the playoffs. I don't care about weeks 8-10. to 10. You know, I'm playing for weeks 14, 15, and 16. Maybe it's weeks 15 and 16 where I think I'm getting a bye. You know, and I think I look at, you know, week 14 is Cincinnati. Week 15 is Arizona. I know Patrick Peterson will be back, but I'm not all that worried about him either. And I'm, that's, I'm playing for the playoffs here. I'm looking down the road here. They play Miami there if you need to uh, fight to get in the playoffs. There's a couple of games surrounded by Pittsburgh. And I'm not afraid of them either. So I, I'm looking more down the road here if, if you're doing really well. If you're a 3-3 three three team, yeah, you probably can't do this. But if you're an up, I said 4-2, 5-1, you're going to the playoffs. I like to look at try and get players, top players for cheap. I said I won't pay anywhere near full price. Somebody wants 90 cents on a dollar, it's not happening. But if I can get it for 70 cents, 60 cents on a dollar, then I'll look at that. Jim Day, Odell Beckham has had... A weird season. I think it's fair to call it a weird season, a down season so far. I think I saw someone tweeting yesterday that uh, in, in three of the six games that he's played, or four of the six games, he's finished outside the top 40 wide receivers. It's not what you want to see when it comes to Odell Beckham. Uh, do you agree with you know trying to acquire um, Odell Beckham right now based on the fact that you won't have to pay the full price, although the matchups are really tough coming out of the bye? Uh, yeah, I, I would try and go out and get him. He's much better than what he's gotten to so far. And, you know, they, they got to get something going right in this offense. You got to hope at some point. Um, so, yeah, I, I would go out and get him. I just just know that if he has another week like the last couple, then we could be looking for an implosion here really soon. And I, we might even see him on Twitter begging Eli to come back. Can I come back, Eli? Jim, I don't know if you're familiar with the with the Wolverine uh, meme where where he's like looking at the picture and he's like in his bed crying. But I saw one with Odell Beckham's face over it, and he's looking at a picture of Daniel Jones. So, what could have been uh, Odell Beckham with Daniel Jones? Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, this week uh, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes gets the Arizona Cardinals, but unfortunately Patrick Peterson back in the mix. So uh, we'll see how Danny Dimes can handle that himself. Yeah, Jim- but Danny Dimes gets a bunch of his weapons back too. True. I mean, we assume, right? I mean, Evan Engram looks like he's practicing, going to be good to go. Uh, Sterling Shepard still dealing with the concussion. Second concussion of the season for Sterling Shepard, so I have to pay attention to that. Yeah, but, but we get Barkley back. Yeah, Barkley. Evan Engram should be a beast against this Arizona Cardinals defense as well. So hopefully he's good to go. Could end up being one of the best games this season for Evan Engram and the New York Giants. George Kurtz, you had a few interesting names here that I uh, just want to bring up real quickly that you gave me as sell-high candidates. San Francisco 49ers running backs. I understand that there are a lot of cooks in the kitchen, as you phrased it in the email. But this is a team that wants to run the football. They're number one in rush percentage so far this season. They're number two in run blocking, according to football outsiders, so far this season. So they've got a really good offensive line. We just saw them impose their will last week against the Los Angeles Rams, even in a game where you know they lost Mike McGlinchey. Uh, so he's going to be out a while. But still, this is a team that wants to run the football. They do so successfully in the Kyle Shanahan system. I think as long as Raheem Mostert is not eating too much into the snaps and he's not getting more than six to eight touches per game, I think that we can have enough value here, enough work to go around for both Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida to the point where these guys are low-end RB2s, high-end flex options. So I understand you know, if you could sell them for an RB2 that you feel better about week in and week out, but if you can't, I'm just holding on, George, because I think that these guys are going to be really valuable based on what the 49ers want to do this season. Well, that's the definition of a sell high, right? <laughs> I'm only selling it if you can get what you want. No, I'm not saying you have to sell these guys. I'm not saying that at all. 
Uh, people, I think people misunderstand that sometimes. They go, oh, well, you, you said sell high. I got means I got to deal them. That no, that's not true. what it means. That's, what we're doing is you, if you could sell for something else you want, you put it perfectly. I mean, if I could sell Tevin Coleman for a, a running back, um, I mean, there's very few teams have one sole running back, but maybe through, uh, for a running back on a team that's going to have the 70-30 split that I know when he's the 70 part, I'd rather have that. Than playing the guessing game. Of, <laughs> I, 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 no, he's the same problem. Uh, Gore's there. I mean, almost the same thing. I think I'd stick with uh, the 49ers backs over Devin Singletary, personally. As much as I like Singletary in the schedule I probably would as well. I yeah. think I'd have Coleman. It was a it'd joke, be, it'd be close. Get over <laughs> uh, well, it's actually, it's not a bad comparison. So I think, I think you need to work on the humor there. But uh, as far as Coleman's concerned, I like him, but I'd rather, I'd rather don't like playing the guessing game each week. Coleman or Breida, which one's going to be the touchdown guy? Drives me insane. Fantasy football frenzy right here on the Sports Grid TV network. When we come back, we'll have some tough Week 7 matchups here Fantasy Football Frenzy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Frank Stanfield filling in for the closer, Chris Ventra. I guess I'm the opener. The opposite of Chris. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz along for the ride as well. Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo Channel 719. 
get on the grid. Jim, I wanted to ask you, I thought about this during the break. George brought up an interesting point about if you can trade Tevin Coleman or Matt Breida for a running back that sees about 70% of his touches. Would you trade either of those 49ers backs right now for Joe Mixon? That's a tough call. Um, ah, Mixon has just been so bad this year. Uh, I would really have to think about that, but probably not. That O-line in, in Cincy is just terrible. <laughs> um, uh, you know, if if Mixon was continuously getting some pass-catching duties, then I would say yes. But the fact of the matter is, He's just not. He only caught three passes the last two games, so you can't even count on getting any of that, so no, I wouldn't. How about this one, Jim? Would you do it for Melvin Gordon? We're getting a lot of Melvin Gordon I, questions right I now. would do it for Melvin Gordon. Okay, so you Absolutely. think it's a, a buy low Melvin Without a doubt, Gordon. I would do it with Melvin Gordon. And yes, Melvin Gordon is a buy low to me. Yeah, a lot of people bringing this up in the chat. Shout out, shout out to the Goon Squad. Haven't been able to say that before. Shout out to the Goon Squad. But... Melvin Gordon, this is basically his preseason still, uh, and Big Timer in the chat brings up that the Chargers are supposed to get Russell Okung back, who, who has been a better run blocker in his career. I mean, that offensive line has been decimated by injuries, but you take all these factors into consideration, the fact that the offensive line was banged up, the fact that this is basically still Melvin Gordon's preseason, and if there is ever a time to try and acquire him, now makes a lot of sense. So I do agree with Jim. I would... I would trade either of the 49ers running backs for Melvin Gordon, but it's close. I, I do think that they're in a similar range. I think Melvin Gordon's more of an RB2 right now. Uh, but that brings up tough matchups for this week, guys. And I have Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, and Phillip Rivers all as tough matchups going up against the Tennessee Titans on the road. The Titans have not allowed a top-12 quarterback all season. Phillip Rivers, again, hasn't had enough time to throw the ball. We're seeing you know, Keenan Allen hasn't been as involved. You know, Mike Williams starting to see more targets. Hunter Henry had a great game last week. Uh, but overall, Phillip Rivers has not, had, um, has not been great recently. And the Tennessee Titans have done a good job at limiting fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. And then when it comes to their, their defense against the run, they're allowing the eighth-fewest few, fantasy points and... While we like Gordon as a buy low, I mean, that's more so, I think, looking forward. I don't know that this is the best matchup. So, George, I'll throw it to you first. How are you handling Phillip Rivers and these Chargers running backs? Because as of now, I think I have Rivers as my QB 19 on the week, and I have both Gordon and Eckler outside of my top 24. I have them more as flex running backs this week, George. Yeah, I'm with you on both there. I don't want to start Phil Rivers if I don't have to. I haven't liked the way he's played of late. I haven't liked the way the whole, whole team has played. That team is cursed, by the way. Uh, I don't know what it is with the charge. They just can't get anything going here. Uh, the running backs, I think Gordon's going to go, once again, he's going to get better as the year goes on, but this is not going to be the big breakout week. And ever since he's returned, all of a sudden, Eckler, his magic is gone. You know, we've, we've lost the value that we had in him, so it's been frustrating. I mean, it's been frustrating. Uh, either guy, if you were an Eckler owner, you're not getting any value out of him. Now he's not as much, nowhere near as much as you were, and we're not seeing the true Melvin Gordon yet. Uh, certainly not the one that's going to get paid big money in the offseason if he doesn't start showing something soon. And I don't think any of, the, any of this changes this week. And where has Keenan Allen been? I mean, what happened to him Sunday night? He was on the back of a milk carton after the first quarter. It was the old Mike Williams and Hunter Henry show there. So that's concerning as well. Keenan Allen also disappeared against Miami. This entire offense seems to be off right now. Put out an APB for Keenan Allen. Mike Williams with double-digit targets in back-to-back games. I'm sure that brings a smile to your face, Jim. I know that you're a big Mike Williams guy. How are you approaching this Chargers offense in general uh, going up against the Tennessee Titans this week who have been pretty stout on defense? They have been pretty stout on defense. And, uh, you know, it, 
the one place you can really beat them is at tight end. They're 26 in the league against opposing tight ends, so really puts Hunter Henry back into play again this week. But, you know, every time you try to, to say, you know, Rivers isn't a good play, things like that, no matter matchup, all of a sudden he comes out and has a great game. It's so hard for me to get away from him. He's still a top 12 quarterback in fantasy. Um, I have him at number 11 in a, a four-point passing touchdown league. Um, so he, he's still, you know, getting it done. He, he's had two bad weeks and four good weeks. So, you know, it, it, I, I don't know if it's really the matchup that bothers me so much. It, the offensive line is tough. Uh, getting a pung back would definitely help. Uh, but, you know, I mean, yeah, there's really no rhyme or reason to it. Titans have been playing good football. I'd probably stay away if I have a better option. But, you know, more than likely you don't. More than likely you don't when it comes to some of these Chargers players uh, from a fantasy football perspective. Jim, I'll throw this back your way. Your boy David Montgomery, it's been up and down season. He's getting more touches and the snaps have gone up, but this offensive line has not been good. They're 28th in run blocking according to Football Outsiders and... You know, he just doesn't have a lot of space to run. He's going up against the New Orleans Saints this week who are allowing the fifth-fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. So how are you approaching David Montgomery this week? In my opinion, he's more of a RB3, more of a flex option, maybe you know, barely inside the top 30. How do you feel about him? Uh, I've been trying to sell Montgomery. <laughs> Ooh, Look, all right. So you're I, doing the 180 on Montgomery. The, I Well, no, I love Montgomery. I do. I think the kid is the real deal. I just hate the fact that he's landed with Matt Nagy, who has no clue what the frick he's doing. This is a guy who was coach of the year last year. What the hell happened? Did you take stupid pills or what? I've um, been hanging out with know, Adam just, Gase, Jim. Yeah, it's it's a, amazing. It's like, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but he's just not, he's given the kid 20 carries one game, um, and that was against the Vikings, you know, and ended up with 53 yards. I, I get that. It's the Vikings. Um, you know, Against the Raiders, he gives him 11 carries. There's no rhyme or reason how much use you're going to get out of him in any given week. And to me, you know, he's he's a guy I, I really just don't want to wait for anymore. I, I'm more pissed at Matt Nagy than anybody else. But, you know, it's just Mitch Trubisky is coming back, and he looked terrible even before the injury. I, I just wanted to divest myself of any part of this offense. Jim, would you make this trade? Would you trade away David Montgomery and Ter- Terry McLaurin to get Josh Jacobs? And is that a fair deal? Uh, yeah, I, I would say that's a fair deal. I mean, at least Josh Jacobs, you know you're getting the lion's share of the carries with him. You know he's going to get, you know, at least you know, at least 15 every week, but probably more than that. Uh, and if you need the running back help, I, I would make that move. I would make that move. I, I do like the fact that, you know, Jacobs has caught five passes in the last two weeks. Uh, definitely a nice uptick that way. Hopefully that trend continues because that does add to that nice floor. But he, he's got a nice schedule going forward. Now, yeah, I would make that trade. All right, good. I was asking for a friend. Definitely uh, was not looking to make that trade in my own league, so uh, I'm, I'm happy you feel that way. Uh, let's move on to the Chiefs and Broncos tonight. It's Thursday night football. As of now, the Chiefs are three-point favorites in Denver with the total at 49-and-a-half. We do have some injuries here for Kansas City. There's, there's still no Eric Fisher. Sammy Watkins has been ruled out. They have issues in the secondary as well for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why you know I heard on on the morning after that, Gabe said 
the Sharps are on the Broncos tonight, and uh, I can see why, based on all the injuries, the fact that Patrick Mahomes is not 100%, the Broncos play better at home, so I, I kind of I get all that, but George, you know, when push comes to shove, I probably like the under more than anything else in this game tonight, but I would still be laying the points with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's a good opportunity to buy low on the Chiefs who have... Lost two in a row in Harrowhead, so I think a lot of people have that in the back of their minds. Uh, and the fact that the Broncos have won two games in a row. So I'm selling high on the Broncos tonight. I'm buying back in on the Chiefs from a gambling perspective. Uh, how are you approaching this game, George? Yeah, I talked with Gabe about this last night in game live. Actually, I thought we were both on the Chiefs last night. I guess he changed his mind. Uh, I'm still on the Chiefs. I-, I can't see them not beating Denver tonight. I just can't see it. But I'm also on the under. I'm- I don't know if I'm going to bet it. I'm not so sure about that. But it was 47 and a half last time I checked. Now, we all saw what happened last week, right? Houston beat the uh, Chiefs, and they held them up for 40 minutes. Andy Reid noticed that as well. I know Reid liked to throw the ball, but he made that a point of saying it in the postgame conference that that can't happen. We have, to go, you know, we have to have the ball more. How do you have the ball more? Well, A, it'd be nice if you can stop the opposing team's run game. I don't know if they can do that, but you can run the ball more. So I think they're going to run the ball more, Damian Williams. Run the ball more with LaShawn McCoy. Trying to at least establish that run. Patrick Mahomes is beat up. He's got he, That ankle's always getting hurt now. And he's a different quarterback when he's not as mobile as he's uh, capable of uh, He can't scramble and make those big plays, throwing the ball without looking and all that. So I think they try and establish the run tonight, which means more ball control, which means could mean less big plays. You know, and where it, they may not score 35 points. I think they win this game 27-17, something like that. So I'm with you here. I'm, on, I'm still on KC. I said, I don't know if I'll have the courage to bet the under because it is KC and they do frighten me a little bit that they might score 40, but I think this game is going to go under as well. The Chiefs are 8-3-1 and one against the spread in their last 12 road games as well, so I think that presents an opportunity to jump back in on the Kansas City Chiefs here on the road going up against the Denver Broncos. Jim, I'm going to throw a yeah, bunch see, your I, way. I, I, what I do can't you got? buy into that. <laughs> what do you got? I, I'm, I'm looking at a Denver Broncos team defense anyway that has really come alive the last couple of weeks and you know, again, after no sacks in the first three weeks, last three weeks, they've gotten 12. So it, it might have just taken them that long to learn Fangio's defense, to really buy into it. But it looks like they've bought into it now. And, you know, with the Chiefs not being 100%, McCoy's dinged up, uh, Williams is dinged up, uh, Watkins is out, um, and Mahomes is dinged up. And it's going to be a tight game. I. Uh, but as George says, they are still the Chiefs, and all it takes is one or two big plays, and they can blow it open. If it's me, I don't touch this game because the range of outcomes is so wide, it isn't funny. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. I mean, that's why I kind of like painted the picture of, of both sides because I can see that you know the Chiefs are dealing with a lot of injuries right now, especially on the offensive line. Patrick Mahomes himself doesn't look healthy. You know, like he hasn't looked like himself the past couple of weeks, and you know it's he's dealing with a with a gimpy ankle right now, so he's not as mobile as he has been. The Broncos are starting to get some pressure, so I I, I see what you're saying. That's why like I can see why the the sharps are on the Broncos tonight. If I had to choose, I would still lean with the Chiefs minus three, but I'm with you, Jim. I think that this is a closer game as well. I don't think it's just like the Chiefs go in there and they stomp out the Broncos. The Broncos are playing some good ball right now, but you know, if they do get ahead, you got to rely on Joe Flacco, so we'll see what happens ultimately. Uh, Jim, I wanted to throw it your way just pretty much regarding everything from a fantasy perspective here tonight. I think a lot of people are going to be on 
the Broncos running backs. I think that makes a lot of sense. If you look at how the Chiefs have lost games each of the past two weeks, it was Carlos Hyde running for 116 yards and a touchdown last week. Two weeks ago, Marlon Mack running for 132 yards. So personally, I have Philip Lindsay ranked inside my top 12 tonight. I have Royce Freeman ranked inside my top 24. I think he's a low-end RB2. I like the over on Royce Freeman's props on rushing tonight as well. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets in the end zone. I know a lot of that work has been going to Phillip Lindsay. Uh, And then from the Chiefs' perspective, Jim, I don't want to touch any of the Chiefs' running backs in this spot because I don't know who's going to get the ball. And while I'm using Tyreek Hill if I own him, I've got to be realistic with my expectations because he's probably going to be shadowed by Chris Harris, who's one of the best in the league. Yeah, and he probably will be, but he's still Tyreek Hill, and he's going to make a couple plays, so I'm not sitting him. I don't care who he's matched up against. Uh, he's just one of those guys that all it takes is a couple plays, and he makes your day for you. Um, so, yeah, like last week, as, as soon as I heard he was starting, I made sure he was in my all my lineups no matter what. So it is what it is. You got to start him. As far as the running backs, uh, yeah, I'm with you on both the Denver running backs. I have Lindsey at 13. Um, I have, uh, uh, I just had him just outside the top 24, though, for Freeman. I have him in 27. So a decent flex play. On the other side of the ball, man, I, I, I still want to believe in Damian Williams. And I think this is a game against this, you know, stout Denver front that they're going to have to throw those fast passes. And I think that really equates to what Williams is doing. So I'll take a chance on Williams in this one, but that's probably the only one. I do like Cortland Sutton as a high-end wide receiver three, and I think the Chiefs are a decent defensive stream this week as well. For Jim Day, Fantasy Taz, and George Kurtz, I am Frank Stample. Coming up next, the BFFs with me and Greg Sussman. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I'm gonna miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I believe you have a story about uh, losing your power. What's going on with you? Uh, I was going to say this story. Yeah, I live, uh, I live on Long Island, and uh, we had a big storm last night. And I had, didn't have a problem out doing in-game live. I didn't, the power didn't flicker. I had no issues at all last night. And then today, sunny day out, I get home from the gym, 10 o'clock, and the power's gone. Wife's uh, telling me. So uh, I, set, I set up no problem. But the funny story is, uh, living on this block, this area, I live on a, on a dead end. We used to always lose power. You know, if Jim Day came over and Jim Day sneezed, hell, if Frank sneezed, I, I'd lose power. We lose power all the time, this whole area here. Finally, I decided, screw it, I bought a generator. All right, uh, nice generator, good price. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to have an, an electrician install it. This way, all I got to do is flip a couple of switches in the whole house. I get everything rather than, you know, plug a couple of things in. So uh, I did that. The day the electrician's coming to do this, I see the electric guys. They're on the block. It's a nice day. They shouldn't be here. I, uh, they know me because they've been here so many times. I've gotten to talk to them saying, what's up? And they're like, oh, you know what? We're finally going to put in a permanent fix today. What? <laughs> today you're going to put in? Really? And no joke. The day I'm doing it, I'm just like, my electrician's here. $700 because you guys never put in a permanent fix. You always put in a Band-Aid fix. That's what they call it. We always do Band-Aids. They actually felt bad for us because they, they knew they come back to the block once a month. And this today, the day of my election, they're putting in a permanent fix. And uh, that was about three years ago. And I've used the generator that I bought, I think twice, maybe, in that time. And the one time it was for my neighborhood at a wedding and whatever he was doing at a wedding in his backyard and he needed a generator to power everything. So I only used it once for me. So yeah, my luck. Just George's luck uh, had to spend up $700 uh, for the permanent fix. Not so permanent after all. You got the generator up and running today, George, but everything looks so good. Uh, but there you go. That's another reason you live in where? Long Island, correct? Yes, I live uh, out by Stony Brook. All right, so it doesn't matter where you live in New York. There are going to be issues. So if you think you have it bad wherever you live, just remember, New York, not as exciting as everyone says that it is. But ultimately, guys, I mentioned I, I want to talk about some trade yeah, candidates. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. What do you, you got? What do you got, Jim? Jim, where do you live? You live in Jersey, right? I do live in Jersey, but I, I like grew it there. up in Do you have New power? York. I used to drive a cab in the city. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I mean, you're, you're taking out the best parts of living in New York, the food. I mean, let's face it. You, you can get anything you want food wise in New York. That's a great thing. And the pizza and the bagels are the best in the world in New York. So those are, if those are important factors to you as they are to me, then that's a good reason why New York is still good. Don't believe everything Frank says. <laughs> if you want good food, New York is the place to be. Uh, I do love some Italian food. Pizza, big pasta guy as well. Uh, you've heard Greg and I talk about that a lot as well. Not you know, not big into salads. You know, I'm trying. Greg is the big salad guy, but I do prefer my pizza. I do prefer my pasta. So Jim is right about that. But ultimately, I don't know. Maybe I've just been here for too long, Jim. Maybe I just need a change of scenery. And then you, know, you don't realize what you have until it's gone kind of thing. So Don't, don't come to Jersey. Don't come to Jersey? No. That's the next place. That's where I'm headed. I'm going to head out to Jersey. You don't want to come to Jersey. (laughs) 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.